and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. I think Jacques Passaleg. You're Jacques Passaleg, right? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, if you missed our first hour, you missed a really good first hour as we had uh, Richard Clark on from uh, Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com, our resident NBA expert. We talked about everything NBA. We talked about the Kyrie Irving trade. We talked about Brandon bouncing back. We talked about LeBron and his legacy and where does he stand as he's on the threshold of becoming the all-time leading scorer. <laughs> you all right over there, Jacques? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a lebron fan i take it well i, I don't know i, I mean i i am okay it, it, the guy gets in his own way yeah it, it's like just stop at sometimes well how surprised how much well, let me ask you first uh because we like, talk a lot of hockey how big the, of an nba of, guy are you um i used to be a huge nba guy man when the knicks were rolling out uh latrell speedwell alan houston larry johnson grandma johnson when they were going to the nba final they were killing it, man. You do know you're talking 20 years ago, right? Dude, I know. That's it's like and, and <laughs> maybe even more Charlie than that. Ward. Actually, no, 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 dude. Charlie, you're Wood actually talking about back guard. in the 90s, now. 99. Yeah, yeah, dude. The Knicks used to come down to Charleston to do their mm-hmm. um, preseason, mm-hmm. and man, I remember walk. You know, they'd be walking down in the market and be like, "Man, that's Hubert Davis. That's wow. Patrick Ewing." Did like you know you're that? a 10, 12, 13 year old kid, you're just like, "Wow, that's awesome." Well, That's how you... I became a Knicks fan. Well, good but for I you. mean, I don't, I, I don't even follow them anymore. They've been horrible, horrible. They and may I, be on the way back. No, though. dude. As long as they have James <laughs> Dolan, um, what's his name? Oakley said it. Charles Oakley tried to fight the guy a couple yeah. of years ago in the stands. Well, he got banned a from a Madison owner. Square Garden because he talked crap. What he tell the truth about James Dolan, and so he banned him. Yeah. Charles Oakley's not a guy you want to mess with. That guy will wrap you up in a heartbeat. <laughs> we were talking. It's so funny you even bring he, him he up. Did you hear Rich and I talking guy. about him? Because well, we were talking about Stackhouse, uh-uh. about Jerry Stackhouse, who uh-uh. uh, one of these NBA shows a couple of years ago put together a list of the all-time guys you didn't want to mess with in right. the NBA. Of course. Anthony Mason. Well, Charles Oakley was one. Charles Oakley. Charles, guess who was two? Who? Stackhouse. Really? Stackhouse. Oh, dude. You you not he remember this? Oh, he was, he was a tough cookie. Yeah, he was a tough mofo. Yeah. That's for sure. But uh, still is. Oh, he still is. Oh, I pff, wouldn't fight him. I bet his players wouldn't fight him. Uh, but I remember uh, when he was with the Wizards, and mm-hmm. Christian Leitner had been, I guess, drafted to play for the Wizards, and uh, something came out of there because I was really I was a big time. That's in that right. two thousand to two thousand three window, kind of right. what you're talking about there. And I'm still a big NBA fan, but not as big as I, I was. I then. am. I am. It's just it's a difficult game to watch. Well, you'll love this part. So uh, it comes out that uh, Christian Leitner got a uh, got a black eye, uh-huh. and they ask him about it. He's like, uh, I-, "I wish I could remember the quote exactly, but it was along the lines of," uh, uh, and he said it real sheepishly too. He's like, uh, "You don't piss off Jerry Stackhouse, right?" <laughs> you know. And Jerry had dotted his eye, man, in I practice. And I, the story I, th- I guess later that came out was that uh, Leitner was. Uh, trying to talk a little junk to yeah. jerry stackhouse right. and uh 
Jerry just doesn't listen to that, you yeah, know. He's gonna bring. He's gonna deliver the heat, and he did. And yeah. Christian Leitner uh, had his eye dotted because of it. But it wasn't just that. But they were talk. They talked to other players too that said uh, just what a tough player right. that Jerry was, and that he was immovable. Right. So you know, I just I just look at the game now. It's just different, and I I can appreciate it, but it's not what I grew up on. Yeah. It's a, it's a different game. Um, Stephen Curry's great, but you know, you put Gary Payton on him. You yeah. put the glove on him. I agree. Like we're put we're, Dennis Johnson on him. That's yeah. a little bit before your time, maybe. That, that, that was uh, Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dennis Johnson yeah. was a great yeah. defender. Yeah. He was a great defender. In like that. my my top five. If somebody's like, you got to roll out a starting five. Okay. Now I I get to I'm gonna push between players. If it's a small lineup, I'm going against. I got Gary Payton at the one, Jordan at two, Bird at three. Wow. Uh, Magic at four. He could play. He could play one through Shaq five. Shaq at five. Shaq at five. So you've you. But got, which Shaq? You're not talking about Shaq in uh, his later years. You're talking about Shaq yeah, when he was still 2000s, young and late nineties. Yeah. yeah. And then if you got a bigger lineup, you take out Peyton. You put Magic at the point because he can play the point, and you bring in um, Tim Duncan. So that's my that's my all time five right there. You didn't get Ralph Sampson there anywhere. No, I didn't. <laughs> Dude, I mean Jordan. I'm joking, Bird, dude. I'm joking. Magic. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do there? No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know? No. I, I, I don't see much. I, I don't see anybody from the NBA going up against that and, and being able to stop those guys. I would agree with you wholeheartedly there. And I tell you what, uh, joining us on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line right now, brought to you every week by our good friends over at King's Restaurant. It's uh, our good friend, Don Trez Styles. It's Tuesday, Jacques Passelag. Do you know what that means? It's uh, Styles it's Styles Tuesday. He's on every Tuesday. That's right. Is that Tuesdays the, with Trez. That's what we that's call That's what it is. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry for messing that up. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I, I don't got any style, apparently, man. I got to get with it. <laughs> that's a, Hey, tell him what I got right here on my wall. You got, he's got, uh, you got a T-shirt with Don Trez Styles. With both guns hanging out. There you go. And I got to tell you, Trez, I wore it Saturday night. We had a little get-together over here at the house uh, uh, with, with you know, Duke fan uh, Scott Whittington and Duke fan Jason Bryant, and I was representing for you. Now, you know the deal, Trez. I wasn't, uh, you know, you know where I stand. I mean, I pull for you. I pull, you know, for you to be very successful, but I had to represent for you Saturday night over here at the party, okay? Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it. I wish we would have got the window, but it's all good. Oh, it's all right. I got to open our, our talk this week with this. Did you see the Duke cheer sheet that they passed out to the Cameron Crazies uh, Saturday night? Yeah, I saw it. I Can saw you it. believe that? I Dude, <laughs> I I was mad. I mean, it, Jacques, did you see it? I didn't. I heard there was some controversy about there it. There was some controversy yeah. on for Dontrez, because, you know, they oh, put all these oh, little nuggets. Yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, they put all these little nuggets yeah. for all the players and stuff. And, dude, there was you know some. What? Mockery's some. the best. What is it? The the highest form of flattery. Yeah, it is. They're making fun of him. They're making fun of him because he can play. But, Tres, come on, man. You're awesome, dude. I mean, that's all I hear everywhere I go is how great you do here on the show every week. Dude, when they come and visit you guys, I think you need to take that personally, dude. 
I mean, yeah, I saw her, but, you know, guys on my team, they, uh, they say way worse stuff about them. <laughs> yeah, we can't say what happens in practice, right? <laughs> no, no, but uh, no, there was some stuff on there. And I'm not, we're not getting, hey, Tress, don't worry, we're not getting into any of that stuff. But, yeah, you are absolutely correct. Uh, there were some worse things said, but I don't know, dude. It just hurt my feelings a little bit, dude, because you're awesome, man. Oh, yeah, man, it's all good. Fans will be fans, I mean. It's part of it. It's all good, though. No worries. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, Jason just messaged me in, and he said, tell Trez I love him. The only thing they have on him is Tuesdays with Trez. That says a lot about your character and how Amen. you carry yourself. Amen. So, uh, and, dude, and they're even wrong on that, man. You're you're awesome. We are honored to have you here every week here on the show, dude. Yes, sir. Man. I'm honored to be on the show, man. I, I appreciate you for, you know, letting me do this. And uh, every Tuesday, man, it's a, it's a fun thing to do. So I appreciate you. Well, very good. Well, let's look back at uh, Saturday night and uh, the the big Duke Carolina game. And what do you know? Uh, they they finally got one at Cameron. Uh, but uh, just your analysis. What do you think? Well, what, from your point of view, what happened Saturday night against uh, Duke, Tress? Uh, yeah, man. Um, I would say we just didn't execute. You know. We gave them too many offensive rebounds. They they're a great rebounding team, and and our defense wasn't you know it was solid, but we gave them too many you know easy buckets and uh, the offense didn't execute down the stretch. And they just made more plays than us. And when they come here, we just got to do a better job, you know, executing our stuff and playing better defense. You know, we should get it done. Absolutely. Let me ask you from uh, just we were talking about the Cameron crazies and all that. You know, I've talked to different players through the years. I've talked to Jerry about it. I've talked to uh, to Reggie about it too, and we kind of wanted to get your uh, your point of view. Do they really get? I mean, they. Let me ask your thing, and then I'll say what Reggie and Jerry have said in the past too. But do they really get to you? Do they get in your head at all, or is it just something that you're able to block out? Yeah, I feel like it's something you can block out. I feel like it's fun, man. To be honest. Yeah, they're not serious. They just, you know, doing it for fun and, and like for example, uh, a dude in the, in the crowd when the camera crazy and gave me the middle finger, I came right back to him. <laughs> and we started laughing. So it was it was man, I take it it's, it's just fun, man, to be honest. Well, you guys are in the middle of a run of games right now, Trez. And again, uh, Don Trez Styles joining us. Brought to us, I, I better give uh, King's Restaurant some love here. Thank you to King's Restaurant for uh, sponsoring uh, Tuesdays with Trez every day here or every week here on the Brian Hank Show. Visit King's Restaurant on Highway 70 or the Vernon Avenue location right here in Kenson for the best dang barbecue in the East. They're serving up all your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish. And, uh, again, uh, thank you to Joe Hargett, Angie Hargett, all the folks over at King's restaurant for bringing us, uh, Joe, or uh, for bringing us, uh, Don Trez styles every way, every week, Tuesdays with Trez. And let me ask you, uh, man, this stretch that you guys are in right now, I mean, Duke on uh, Saturday traveling to a very good wake forest team tonight. Give us a scouting report on wake forest tonight, Trez. Yeah, man, they're a great team. Uh, they have a great guard after be and. Monsanto, he's a uh, one of the best shoes in the country, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough task, you know. It's gonna be a hostile environment, but we just gotta, you know, go in there, motivated, and, you know, focus and unlock our chances. But we just gotta, you know, stay locked in. It's gonna be a tough task, though, but I feel like we can get it done for sure. 
Hey, man, I just wanted to ask you a quick question. This is Jacques Passleg here. I know we haven't met yet, but big fan. Love everybody from Kinston when they leave here, you know, and they do great things. Let me ask you this. Outside of your basketball career, when you hang up, when you hang them up, what, what is going to drive you? What's your next – what's going to be after after sports career? You know, that's a hard transition for a lot of people. Um. But we all know, right. you know, those those careers are, aren't as long as we think they are, and then we got to do right. something else after that. So, what what motivates you? What what uh, what gets the motor running? Um, to be honest, man, I've been, you know, all my life, I just been thinking about basketball, right? Um, well, trust me, you're um, not any different. When I was twenty, I didn't yeah, know what I when was. I got to college, <laughs> you know, some people do. Yeah, when I got to college, man, I just I started thinking about it. And, uh, I would say a little bit of coaching, maybe. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's I awesome. I like to help, you know, like help younger kids, you know. Right. Share my knowledge with them. And, you know, I just like I just like helping people, man. And uh, I feel like that's something I would like to do when I get older. I, you know what? I could see you being right. a coach. And I mean, from watching you when you were here at Kinston High and how even though you weren't the point guard, you did run the point sometimes for uh, Coach Tindall. And, uh, you know, the offense always ran through you when you were here at Kinston, too. I could see you being a coach, Tress. Yeah, you know, people would say that they can't see me because I'm not, like, as vocal. But I feel like with basketball, man, I just feel like I'm, I'm passionate about it. I just like, you know. Like being around the game all the time. It's all I think about. It's all I do. So once I get done playing, I still want to be around the game and, you know, just help younger people. Absolutely. Well, uh, we talked a little bit about Wake Forest, uh, which is tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPN. And then you've got a couple of days off, or I guess about four days off, until you play uh, Clemson at home. And I tell you what, this is a Clemson Tigers roster that you're very familiar with. They were one of the uh, programs that really uh, recruited you hard when you were at Kenson High. I remember them being a finalist for you. Just uh, your views on uh, Clemson as a program overall and then taking them on Saturday night at the Dean Dome. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Columbia, being number one in, um, in the conference right now. And um, it's going to be a good matchup, man. They, they're turning things around over there, and they're playing good basketball, and it's going to be another tough task for us. And, um, and of course, we got Miami that Monday. So these these next three games is going to be crucial, man. Um, and we just got to lock in and get it done. And once we do that, we're going to be in good shape. Absolutely. What do you remember about your recruiting process with Clemson? I mean, they really wanted you hard down in uh, – and by the way, I should tell you this too. I'm, I'm sitting across from Jacques Paslek, who is a University of South Carolina guy, okay? So, talking about Clemson, he will definitely be pulling for you uh, Saturday because oh, yeah. he hates Clemson as much as he hates anybody. But what do you remember about the Clemson uh, recruiting process when they were coming to Kinston and visiting you? Uh, yeah, that was uh, one of the first schools to start recruiting me in the ACC. And uh, we, had a, we had a great relationship, and it was a – and the recruiting process was fun, and – you know, just as a kid, you know, just seeing everybody get offers. And at the time, I didn't have any offers. And uh, just wondering if I had a chance to play college basketball. I remember just asking my dad in the car one day. I was younger. Can I play? Yeah, I could play, you know, at the next level. He was like, yeah, sir, you got to, you know, stay motivated, stay at course, and 
and just you know, keep working your butt off and everything gonna fall in place and that's what happened. And just you know having one of the ACC schools like South Clemson and like in state or UNC Wake Forest, man, it was it was great. It was a fun time. Well, very good. Well listen, uh I, I got to get, I will end it with this here, Trez. Uh, Kenston, as you know, <clears throat> lost to North Lenore earlier this season at home. Uh, but Thursday night, Kenston goes to a wheat swamp to take on the Hawks. Uh, any words of advice, any, anything you would like to tell the, uh, uh tell your guys over here at, uh, Kenston high as they get ready to go to North Lenore Thursday night. Oh yeah, man. I talked to, uh, coach Taylor almost. Every week, man, we like it's crazy. I mean, um, kids they leave high school, they don't even communicate with their you know, high school coach or whatever. But me and Coach Tim have a great relationship, and I, you know, I told him, let's, let's get it done, man. Let's turn things around. <laughs> I know we lost to him at Kissing High a couple a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, man, it's a really great team, man. We just got to figure things out, and, and they will for sure. Well, very so I would say, good luck. And, Let's get it done in the playoffs and then, you know, conference tournament. There you go, and that'll be next week. Uh, I can't believe b- between now and next week when we do Tuesdays with Trez, you will have played three games in Wake Forest, Clemson, and Miami, so we'll have a lot to uh, look back on when we have you on next week. Trez, you're the best, man. Thank you. Don't believe what those stinking uh, Cameron crazies say. You're awesome, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. I appreciate that. There you go. That's Don Trez Styles uh, Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, your first uh, time interviewing him, uh, yeah. what, what do you think about Trez? Uh, it's a great kid, man. Yeah. I, I don't know much about him. I've heard great things. Um, what Does he play forward or guard? Uh, look, combination a of, both. of both. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a three, six, six. Oh, wow. I mean, he's got six, great six range. Guard. Oh. Yep. That, that brings some size to the uh, to the game. Yep. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Good for him, man. He, you know, it's so good to hear. Look, I am not a North Carolina fan. Yeah, me and, either. He uh, knows that, though, but I'm very open right. with him about it, too, though. But so. you know what? With these guys that have gone away, like Brandon, I'm not a Duke fan either, but yeah. if I, I had a Brandon Ingram uh, Duke shirt, I'd wear it. Yeah. And I'd wear his shirt. Even though I'm, I'm not a North Carolina fan, it's about representing the area. And representing him. Well, like I said, that. I had Scott, and you know how crazy Scott right. is, right. Duke fan, right. and uh, and Jason Bryant and his son over here too, and they're they're crazy Duke fans too. So let me but, ask you but, this. But, but, I, but I had to wear my my right. Trez shirt. The um with the Whittington brothers. Yeah. Did they have like bunk beds over here, or did they rotate who gets to sleep over here? Or? No, no, no. The oldest one lives in Arizona. Oh, the, yeah, know, Clay. That's right. He lives in Arizona. Paul lives in Garner. Yeah. And, uh, dude, a very nice house. That's, I, yeah. I don't know what he does. in a few pictures. Yeah. yeah. We still don't know what Paul does for a living, uh-huh. but he lives in a, you know, about a $500,000 house in Jeez. Garner. And you're like, what, what does he do? I mean, he I drives a brand new Toyota Tundra truck, you know, and it's like, I don't know if he's dealing drugs or if he's an agent for the CIA or what he's doing. Maybe but he I, makes Chinese spy balloons. I mean, makes who knows? Chinese spy balloons. That's good. But uh, but no, Scott. You know, but Scott. We don't get to see Scott now, but about once a week or yeah. so. Yeah, he's got a girlfriend. So he's at ECU, uh, and he's I, at I, ECU. So yeah, yeah. I just have to give him a little bit of heat. Yeah. How's Lamar Ot- or Lamar Odom? <laughs> 
Who's Lamar? Remember Lamar Odom? I do remember Lamar Odom. How in the hell does no, he come Lamar, into our conversation? Lamar, the uh, Ravens quarterback. Lamar oh, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> He's a free agent. I he know is going to be a Scott, free agent. What's going to happen there? I have no idea, Dude, but I do know there's a lot of con- going, what? Who could he go to? In the Panthers. Case? Could you imagine going to um, – like an art travel, who's in their division? Well, Cincinnati he won't go to Pittsburgh because they've already got a team. They wouldn't go to Cincinnati because they've got Joe Burrow. So Cleveland, well, well no, but Deshaun Cleveland's Watson. got Deshaun Watson. So yeah, as long as he's not in jail for the yeah. twenty twenty five <laughs> women he raped allegedly. Well, not I think he just sexually assaulted or whatever it is. Whatever it was, yeah. yeah you know, yeah. it's amazing about that. I love having you all, man. This is um, awesome. Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one lady accuses this guy. Two and a half years ago, out of baseball, out of baseball. Now he's allowed and, to go and back. Can I, I pick back? Your... In, in one lady, and it was consensual. Right? Well, no, 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 no. I got a message from Scott, oh. so uh, we'll get to that here in a second. But, but it was consensual, right? And, I mean, and, and then Deshaun Watson just—I mean—he's slugging women left and right, like <laughs> uh, Bill Bill Cosby, Bill Clinton style, and nothing's done. Wow! Like, hey, come back here, quarter million dollars. A quarter of a billion, $250 million they've given this guy. Guaranteed. Yes. That's crazy. Listen, Scott is listening right now, ironically enough. Lamar. And he said he's staying, talking about Lamar. Uh He would never go anywhere in the division. And then he said, just move on. Yeah. You know what? That that makes me want to continue talking about it. I want to break down their wide receiver <laughs> lineup because that's... Who's a who are... I couldn't even name their wide receivers. Well, you've got... And um, don't forget about uh, <laughs> yeah, there you and go. also including, I mean, you could go find five guys at, you know, Walmart and throw them out there and they'll probably have a better chance. I think Lamar leaves. I really yeah. do. And I know Scott, I've talked to Scott about Dude, this. I've Baltimore's talked to Paul about it. They're both at peace around. with it if he yeah. does. Baltimore's so. messed around too much. They try to play this game. They, they've gotten him no support. I, I'm not settled on Lamar Jackson being a, a top Five elite, because like, show me a three hundred yard game. Does he ever have one? No. Yeah. It, it's always what twelve for fifteen or twelve for eighteen for two twenty. Yeah, and, and maybe throw. Touchdowns. Yeah, maybe right. a touchdown, but an interception in there right. for sure. And, and then maybe he rushes for forty yards. Right. And yeah. it's like, show me a twenty six for thirty eight. You know, reading through progression. But, you know, in all honesty, it ain't got nobody to throw to. His best receiver, like, two years ago, was um, uh, Hollywood Brown. Where's that guy? He's in Arizona now. Buried on a depth chart somewhere. Yeah. That's your top guy, and now he's gone. But but he's he's got a good tight end, Uh, Mark Andrews. He does. uh, You know, uh uh-oh, he's typing again. So I mean, mean, how (laughs) – you got one tight end, okay? You got three receivers in the back. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know, and, and, and no protection in front of him. Right. I mean, he just emphatically said Hollywood was not good, and he's right. I mean, uh, we can see that with what's happened in uh, in Arizona. AJ Green retired. Well, how about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Somerville, South Carolina. Well, we've got a connection to him here in Kinston. Do you remember? Well, it's a bad connection, but when he was in college at Georgia, mm-hmm. he uh, there was a guy from Kinston that was a quasi-agent at the time, and I cannot oh. remember his name. And Spence, if you're listening right now, send me the guy's name because Keith Spence will remember. 
But uh, he sold a couple of jerseys for mm-hmm. A.J. Brown and got him suspended from a couple of mm-hmm. games. He ended up getting arrested. The guy from Kenston, I can't mm-hmm. even remember his name. but A.J. Green. A.J. Green. Well, no, A.J. Green, but yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the guy from Kenston. Yeah, yeah. That was the sort of the go-between and got ended up getting in trouble. I cannot remember his name. Spence, if you remember, man, hit me up and uh, send me that name because I can't remember who it was. But yeah. uh, but he got in trouble back when A.J. Green but, was know, in he, college. A.J. Green, 11 years, and he's gone. Yeah. 11 years in the league. But you know what, dude? Tom Brady like has slid by. Tom yeah. Brady has absolutely spoiled us. Right, he has. Because, you know, you even quarterbacks now. Exactly. 23 yeah. years, and you think of these players that have a solid 9, 10, 11-year career, but in my head, he's messed it up that Tom Brady has messed by. it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a guy out of South Carolina, Alshon Jeffrey, won yeah. the Super Bowl, uh, came out the same year as um, A.J. Green. Okay, you know, so six five. This guy was like, you know, oh, he was a stud. I remember Super Bowl. I mean, I remember we went up against Alabama, South Carolina, and he had three first round uh, defensive backs <laughs> on him, God. picks. Yeah, and he went for like two forty wow. one hand catch, and I mean, it was like an unbelievable. This guy was next level. Um, and funny thing is. The, his senior year of high school, he's getting recruited by, obviously, Spurrier, but Tennessee with Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin told Alshon Jeffrey, if you go to South Carolina, you're going to be pumping gas the rest of your life. And he really told him. That's that. what he told him, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and Spurrier kind of had, a, obviously, something to say about that. kind of a dorky thing to say. Well, And I know, could use another past, D word there yeah, that I'm not yeah. going to. But in the past, uh, it's not that all that uncommon that guys would come to South Carolina and fizzle out, but... We had a different operation then. We were humming. Oh, I know. 11, 12 win seasons. Yeah, you know? I, I, I remember vividly. Uh, one, uh, you, I don't know if you were sending this as a joke, but you messaged me and you said uh, lots of New York Ranger hockey. We probably won't talk that. But no. I do want to talk South Carolina women's basketball for a moment. Okay. Your head coach, Wahoo Wah, Dawn uh-huh. Staley. Right. You know she played her college basketball at Virginia. I yeah, I mean, she's one of – Probably the greatest bas- women's basketball player to ever play for uh, for the, Virginia. The, Virginia. And on top of that, I covered her when she played for the Charlotte Sting. I was in right? I was in Western North Carolina then. Yeah, That's awesome. uh, and I I, I, I uh, didn't know Charlotte actually had a WNBA. Team. They did at the time. They don't now. Oh, yeah, but they were you know they were the Charlotte Hornets in NBA. Right. Charlotte Sting in WNBA. Why so isn't that go. caught on? I don't know because there have been millions upon tens of millions of dollars poured into it. Well, I mean, it, it's a negative. It, it loses money every oh, year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they average like there There was one team, I can't even remember what, the Minnesota team, couldn't even tell you what their nickname was, who averaged 450 fans a game That's, in a 20,000-seat yeah. arena. And the Sting, when I covered them, they never had more than 12. They gave away tickets everywhere. I remember living in right. Charlotte. And I'm not joking, Jacques. Everywhere you would go in Charlotte, would you you were given? I guess the Sting people just went around everywhere and just gave free tickets. Right. I never. Well, I covered them too, but I did go to a couple of games as a fan. I never paid for a ticket to go to a to a Charlotte Sting game. I don't know how they made money because right. everybody well, that went got free the tickets NBA, to go. The NBA. I just don't understand. Um, you know, it is a different game. People look at it and they'll say it's not the NBA. Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. Tell me what is the sun going to rise in the east? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a, if you you have to look at it as a different game. I think if you look at it as because they play with the smaller ball. Yeah. And they they play in, everything's different. Unless you're Duke University different. women's basketball. Did you hear that story this past week? Uh-uh. 
They played a whole first half of a game with a men's ball. They didn't notice. <laughs> well, they said they noticed, and, and the coach for uh, Duke allegedly, you know, I need to get Chris Edwards on here to talk about How that. How do you not he, notice? Dude, I can notice, and I can tell you for me because right. I can grip a men's ball, but just barely. Right. Man, a, a women's basketball, I can right. fake throw right. it at you and still hold on to it. It's it's that much smaller than right. a men's ball. So I, I don't know. But it's happened before in high school know. basketball. Dude, we've had it happen at Kenson before. Where they'll play. Now, they won't play a whole first half, mm -hmm. but they'll play a couple of possessions, and then uh, it's like, uh, the referee will blow the whistle and be like, take the ball over, and you're like, oh, crap, they're playing with a boys ball again, aren't they? I've seen that happen not, two or three times. Not to bring this up again, but my thought with that whole Chinese spy balloon, how did it get to Montana before anybody <laughs> noticed? This is just a balloon. I'm thinking – how are we going to notice an intercontinental ballistic missile going supersonic speed if we can't even track a balloon a that's going? Balloon. I think they said it was going forty-five and fifty miles an hour. Right, it was, that's, that's what like it was three times up. the size of a bus. I mean, this isn't a small, <laughs> you know, little. Yeah, dude, that that's the only thing that kind of had me worried. Like, bro, how do you not know? Well, they like, shot it. They not... shot it down right off the coast of South Carolina. Yeah, but it's like after the fact. It's yeah. like, bro, they've already got all the information and sent it back probably. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't just know. Don't dude. Understand, like, man, it, I think whose that kind job of job was that. Yeah, I think that stuff goes on a lot more than you realize, Jacques. Seriously, probably. Well, they said but it happened three anybody... times during Trump's administration. Right. And, you know, it never we, got out to the... But every, everybody could just look up and see the balloon. I've never seen a balloon. They said it happened before. You would have thought, like, hey, there's a big old balloon in the sky. It wasn't like... This thing was 60,000 feet up in the air. Mm -hmm. And you could still see it. Dude, I got to give Michael huge. Martin credit. It was Michael Martin that said, we're going to have lots of New York Ranger hockey and South Carolina women's basketball talk today. There you go. There you go. I, I don't Mike know why Martin. I, I uh, attributed it, it to you, but, me. but Mike, who's listening right Mike, now, sorry about that. Mike's the man. But uh, but back to uh, Dawn. New York Rangers. <laughs> Red, white, and blue will be holding the Stanley Cup coming in June. How beautiful. You think they're going to beat the Carolina no. Hurricanes? I, they, they Tell don't. me about it. Break down the Hurricanes for me. The Hurricanes just lost one of their top guys they got in the offseason, Pacioretty. You know, he was hurt. And then he came back, I think, for 10 or 15 games. Now he's hurt again. I, I just heard he was hurt again like a week ago. I don't know if he's out for the year or whatever. But that's what they needed. They needed a shutdown defenseman, and they got that with Brent Burns. And the Hurricanes needed a pure goal scorer, and they got that with Pacioretty. They don't have a pure goal scorer. If you're going to win Stanley Cups, you can't just have people who can make plays. You can you have to have the hammer at the end to slam the You said that shot. every time you've right. You've come on. And and you win and you win Stanley Cups by having goal scorers. And um that's something I'd like to have an in-depth conversation with not only upper management but uh the ownership of the New York Rangers cuz like some of the moves they make, I'm just like you know, what are you doing? We need a center. We don't need a third-line defenseman. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. But well, if I the playoffs started today. The Hurricanes would play the uh, Capitals. I believe be, you are right, yes. Which would be a good matchup. Um, I think the Hurricanes can go far. The problem is Boston. The Bruins are just crushing. Did you it. see the game a couple of weeks ago? I don't know if you did, saw the. I were did. you at the game or did no, you? No, I know that they beat Boston, but four to one wasn't even close. Right. Here's the thing: when you get into Stanley Cup playoffs, 
here's what the Bruins have. They have a top line defense or top line center in Bergervin, right? Um, who can win almost sixty percent of the faceoffs. Sixty percent of the faceoffs. That means they have the puck twenty percent more of the time. Mm-hmm. Like that, you you lose games because of that. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between winning a Stanley Cup and not. Um, but they, they have such a deep team, and so many guys have deferred money to stay under the salary cap to go there to win a cup, and it's impressive. They're probably going to win, and I wouldn't be shocked, and I'm not going to be mad because my team is in a salary cap issue, as in most are. Um, they froze the salary cap during COVID, which was one of the most idiotic things. Like, look, I know that – at that time, we were all scared to be alive, and people weren't going to games, and you know all this kind of scared stuff. Scared to be alive. Well, I mean, no, a you're lot not of people wrong. Were, you're not wrong. But, you know, yeah. now that we know that it's not as bad as we thought it was, and it, but open the salary cap back up. They froze it, right? They mm-hmm. froze it, which has lot led most of the teams in the NHL. They can't move anybody. They're stuck with the team yeah. they got, and for next year, they're going to have to start cutting. Very talented people because they're over the cap. Well, and Gary Bettman's not doing anything about it. I, I have no idea what he's all. doing. He's not helping at all. That's like someone sure. wake him up in Toronto. Hello. <laughs> We've literally got two minutes left. And I is can't. That, it? that is it. I'm sorry. Or we could not. I tell you what. Tell uh, your you mother. Know sponsor, you know. You know who sponsors tell you the. Something. Well, let me say this. You know okay. who sponsors the birthday game, right? Because we got to get it in. Goeco Office Automation. I could hold it, but you, we would need to go the rest of the hour. Can we? Can you do the rest of the hour, and we'll just do the birthday game separately? Here's, uh, I could do that. Okay. I just have a big announcement. Make your. Are I want to hear. Ready? You know what? Let's let's do that, and let me just go ahead and tell you the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation will be separately on SoundCloud.com. I go to it. BrianHanks.com. You can click on it. You can listen to it separately. I will uh, tell you. Uh, I do want to let you know who our birthdays are today because we got some pretty good, pretty doggone good birthdays today. Is the seventh. I mean, today is Garth Brooks's birthday. Oh, my gosh. Blame it all on my roots. <laughs> Robert Smigel's birthday from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. uh, James Spader's birthday is today. James Ashton Spader. Kutcher's birthday. There you go. And Chris Rock. There you go. Today's Chris Rock. Then locally, you need. I know he's a friend of yours, Jeremy Jones. Did you know today's his birthday? Chair Bear. It's <laughs> Chair Bear's birthday. <laughs> it is. Jamie Sproul. You know Jamie, don't I, you? I don't know. She's from, uh, or I hope she's still with him, but uh, with the credit union. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just an amazing. She's got, uh, she just Probably, got recently engaged. I'm, I'm she's in Rory, I think. Horrible. Jamie Sproul. Jamie Sproul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, Elizabeth Moon, that's Michael Moon's wife. Today's her birthday. Mm-hmm. Becky Hines, you remember Becky I remember Hines? Becky Hines. Who, she's still around. Well, she's in uh, Samson County now. Oh, I is think. she? Yeah, okay. I think she. Uh, I know she got Samson into County. education. Yep. she's loving loving that and good for her. And then Craig Dawson, uh, the, the all-time leading scorer in. Did he uh, play for the Patriots? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> You're thinking about, uh, oh, Lynn my God, Dawson. Lynn, Dawson. Lynn Dawson. Craig Dawson Lynn played Dawson, for Wake Forest. He's an all-time leading scorer in Kenston High School basketball history. Really? And then he uh, went to above, Wake Forest. Above some of these guys? Dude, Stack he House? still is number one, dude. Man. Even above Reggie I'm and Brandon you. and all those guys. But, uh, but yeah, uh, but that's what we're going to do with the birthday game today is uh, just go, when we get off the air, go to brianhanks.com, and you can click on that and listen to it. Uh, I'll tell you this, John Dawson has a good day today, okay? Mm-hmm. That's all I'll tell you. He has a good day today. So this is his birthday. No, it's not his birthday. He turned fifty. Is this uh, his last anniversary? Uh, no, not somebody. No, no. He did well in the game. 
Oh, well, good for him. I, <laughs> good for I'm him. like, did he get a raise? Did, I like that. Did he get I a big it. promotion? Uh, what's the... I'm sorry. No, that's I funny. Sorry, but you can listen to it. Like I said, the birthday game. Uh, go to BrianHanks.com after we get off the air this morning, and you can go check that out. And but yeah, time this way we can win. take our time. You and I can stretch our yeah. legs out and relax here as we have the remaining 24 right. minutes of today's show. But you do. And that's the reason. T- tell us about You've got a big announcement. I don't we even know what big, it is. You didn't break um, it to me in the text message. Well, so you know, it's uh, one of those that it just needs to be live and ready to go. Okay. Are you ready for this? I wish I had a drum roll. Ryan you want you need to get out here when I tell you this you're going to run outside you're going to tell your neighbor you're going to call your mom call your dad you're going to tell everybody you don't need an invitation cuz you're being invited right now okay. Tuesday February 14th Valentine's next Day Tuesday it is Valentine's Day mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. Okay Putting it in my phone right now Please what is do. it We are going to unveil something two things that have have never been available before okay So um, it's going to be at 1201 West Vernon Avenue, right? Suite A, because we have A-plus products, A-plus service, and A-plus people, and we love all of our clients. That's why we're doing on Valentine's, because we want you to know that we care. We're here. We're local. We love you. We're opening up the Business Innovation Center. Mm -hmm. I know you've been there. Mm -hmm. We've, We've... over the past uh, 10 months, have rented this space, have brought 40 different uh, focus groups in there. We asked them everything on their opinion about the space we had, the products we had, the color of the paint on the wall, and everything in between because we wanted to be able to offer a premier experience or a client. Mm-hmm. So when I left wherever I left, mm-hmm. right in the past, I didn't leave to go make more money. I didn't leave to do this, that, and the other. Here's why I left. I left and bought GoEco because I wanted to change the client experience. Mm-hmm. So it's very rare, and you'll hear this Monday or Tuesday when we're doing this. What time? It's at 11 a.m. Okay. Okay, so get ready. Tell everybody you know, and... Uh, we're we're going to unveil two things that have never been available to the public, but now they are, and it's exciting. It's really exciting what we've done. We've been able, because we've done so well with the, as a company, we've been able to experiment and try new things and do different things and get customers' real-time reaction about these options, and they love it. You know, when people walk in, their eyes get big. They can feel the excitement. It is pretty awesome. And guess what? Since the last time you've been in there, we've changed it up a lot. We've brought in new technology. We got rid of that other stuff. We already that other stuff was already old, you know. So But it already looked like this is what I like to compare it to. And I mean this sincerely. I'm not right. saying this because you're sitting across from me. I've said it to other people off the air, whatever. Yeah. It was like walking into a showroom in Charlotte or right. Atlanta right. or or whatever, Miami, you know what I'm Phoenix. saying? Phoenix, and that's exactly. And I mean, it didn't feel, I didn't feel feel. like I was in Kinston, and right. I'm not denigrating Kinston at all. Right. But you get used to things in Kinston, right. you know. But you walked into that, and it was like, good lord, I feel like this I'm is in pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, is this Star Starship Trek? Enterprise. What, what's going yeah. on here? Where's John Luke Picard? Are you going to beam <laughs> me up or beam me down? Where are we going with this? Here's what I want you to know. I love this area, mm-hmm. right? Um, we knew that if this could work here, it's going to work anywhere. Okay, and we got the reaction from people. So 
Um, we're going to use this as obviously a sales tool, you know, to bring clients in. They, it, here's what it is. It's an interactive showroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have 16 different product groups that we sell. So people might be familiar with us for the printers and copiers, but we do so much more than mm-hmm. that. So much more than that. And here's how it works. Clients come in, they only buy appointment. They have to schedule the appointment, right? They come in, they get to customize, they get to look at all the products. It's all interactive. Have you ever bought technology off the internet? You get it, and it's not what you thought it would be? Well, not necessarily technology, but anything. Right. Yeah, yes, well, I yes, I have to right. answer your question. But everybody, they're buying phone systems, they're buying laptops, they're buying all this stuff. They use on a daily basis. You use this stuff all day, and you're buying it sight unseen. Think about how smart that is. It's not smart at but all. But we don't have any options, <laughs> yeah. right? Where well, do we go? You think you don't have options. Well, yeah. well you, you don't have anywhere to go because all these retailers have gone online. Well, we're bringing it back. It's a showroom. You'd be able to use everything before you use it. You don't like it? Don't get it, right? But it's a cafeteria style, right? Mm-hmm. So of the 16 different product groups and services, clients, they can come in. They choose what they want to focus on. Not one time have I said, so what do you like? You know, clients immediately, they go in and say, tell me about this. Tell me about that. There's zero pressure in that room. The client's leading the charge. So there's two different things we're doing there. Never before have you been able to buy the products, right, from mm-hmm. from one vendor that we offer, right? Mm-hmm. And number two, even if you could buy all those, there's not a place to go get it, Right. So usually what happens is the salesperson from the telephone company comes in your office and jams you up while you're working, right, with all the different products he or she is trying to sell and the printers and the copiers and everybody else, right? Why why would you do that? How about you go somewhere, you, you block off 20 minutes or two hours, you can focus on what your actual needs are, right, without all the distractions, and you make the best financial decision for your business moving forward. It's unbelievable. It, people it sounds it. like a dream almost. And you're very passionate about this. You can, it, People can hear it in your voice, I know, well, I right now on the radio. But, but I'm serious. As you're sitting here talking yeah. to me, dude, you're I very passionate about it. This. I love it. You yeah. know why? Because we're empowering people. Here's, here's what, what we run into. You have a local um, – I have several clients like this. They are – uh, young women who have started home health companies and you know they know a lot about home health they just don't know about technology well the digital transformation has is going on right now it's taking over our business if you don't get on top of it you're going to be left behind yeah so either you become an expert at technology or you partner with somebody who is right so you can focus on what you're good at mm-hmm. but um, these clients we have you know just to give you the example of home health um, a couple of these ladies are just the best people you can meet on earth, but they have frustrations when technology doesn't work. They just want to do their reports for their patients. They just want to turn them into the agencies they need to so they can get reimbursed. And when they can't print and they can't scan and their computer doesn't work or they can't take phone calls, it is debilitating. Mm-hmm. And they don't know where to go. Well, we come in, we set all that up, right? We professionally install everything. We manage everything from beginning to end. We provide ongoing training. They don't have to worry about anything. When something doesn't work right, 
they call in the cavalry. We're there to help. That's why people love what we do. Because Shock, it sounds really expensive. It's not. Okay. But right. I'm saying but I'm being well, here, I'm being honest right. with it you. Does. I mean, that sounds, it does. Man, this is here a, your a one stop shop, but it sounds very right. expensive. Here's your it? options right now. If you are a business from two to fifty employees, you desperately need an IT person. Someone who knows technology that can come into your business and help manage it. Here's the issue with that. That person right now is going to cost you seven to ten thousand dollars a month. Good God. That that's that's called salary. Yeah. Plus benefits. Plus plus plus. That doesn't include the equipment. So mm-hmm. seven to ten grand a month, right? You have one person that probably knows a couple things about certain technologies, but not everything. With us at a fraction of the cost, you can get a team of experts. Yeah. That's awesome. No, 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 no. That's and, and awesome. So, man. you know, what would you rather do? Spend a little bit of money and have it all taken care of or try and do it on your own? Mm. So that's why people are turning to us and in, in, in say, please help me. Please help me. And we want the clients that are open-minded. Like if somebody knows everything or they want to get three quotes and look, not the client we want. Yeah. We need someone who's just ready to say, I want to focus on my business. I'm going to let you focus on being a partner with us mm-hmm. and, and getting all this up and running. And let, let us do our job. When we're allowed to do our job, technology is invisible. The only reason you see it is it's not working, yeah. right? No, that's absolutely right. But this is something that, that is desperately needed. And guess what? We're starting it in Kinston. We chose to do that. Because I felt very passionate about this area. I feel like we deserve nice things, too. I agree wholeheartedly. And the thing that I'm – that voice you're listening to is Jacques Passeleg. He's our big interview here in the second hour of today's Brian Hanks show. And the thing that impressed me the most, we used to say it a lot. We don't say it as much anymore. Maybe we need to bring it back up. But was the fact that you took a company that had three people working for it mm-hmm. And built it during when everybody else was starting. And I'm not right. saying you didn't probably have moments when you struggle when the right. pandemic's right. going on, but you doubled we, and we, tripled we your grew. business. We grew. We grew. During we grew. a pandemic during when everybody yes. was cutting back. That's amazing, So, so here's How I'll do, give the you secret the, to that. I'll give you the typical, what we were known in the past as a copier dealership. We're way past that now. Yeah. We're a technology service yeah. provider. We, we don't say that every day. Doing, right. So y- y- if you compare us to your average um, copier dealership, they were down 35%. Wow. We grew year after year. Markedly. Right, yeah. right. So while they were losing people, we were picking up people. Um, we didn't lay anybody off during COVID. There were plenty of our competitors, especially here somewhat locally, that were furloughing people. We never did that, wow. right? We kept people on. We kept people working. We kept getting Why? trained. How did you do that? Um, we just... We, we we were lucky. In all honesty, we had um, good financial responsibilities. Uh, you know, some of the PPP money they threw out helped out. You mm-hmm. know, I'll be honest, that helped out a little it, bit. It, it got us from point A to point B. Um, but it was just sheer determination. We're going to – the first thing we did when COVID, when everything shut down, we called all of our clients. We said, hey, we're working with our finance companies right now. If you want to delay payments for 90 days, we can give you that wow. option 
And you, those payments don't go away, yeah. but you you know, 90 days from now, they're going to resume, but we can do a deferment. We called every single one of our clients. Wow. And you know what? Then we started calling other people's clients and they said, well, I wish my, my current vendor would have done that. Well, they were at home just hanging out. We were in the office, pounding the phones, looking out for our clients in a responsible way. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we wore masks, did all the things we were yeah. told to do at the time. They said they worked or whatever, you know, and we did all that, right? Yeah. But we weren't afraid to go out there and, and do what we do for a living. Um, we were responsible with it, but we continued to pound the phones and make things happen and, and take – clients still had needs, mm-hmm. you know? And most of our clients, the, the great thing, we don't work with one niche or one vertical market – Technology is needed by every single person that owns a business. So um, we were able to pick up a ton of business because people were tired of the way they were getting treated by the current vendor. And now it was time to take a look at how do I cut costs and can I cut costs and, you know, those types of things. So we got um, we got the boots on the ground and made things happen. So that's that's how we did all that. And and we're still growing today. Um, we are very blessed. I, I'd say that if um, – and I truly believe this. And uh, if if you don't if you don't see that there's a hand of God in our business, then you're not looking. That's what I tell my people. Because w- while we're smart and we're aggressive and we're tough and we go out there and we fight for our clients, um, to to go through the voyage we've been through over the past five and a half years and not say that God hadn't pushed this thing along, I'd be lying. There's wow. just no way. I'm not that smart. We're not that smart. We're not that You're good. pretty smart, George. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> there were times in the beginning, um, <clears throat> it was a photo finish, the payroll. Yeah. You know? Um, that was years ago. So, I mean, I don't mind talking about it. Every business owner knows what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, a deal would get funded when we needed it. Mm-hmm. To make payroll. That's awesome. You know, I didn't always get paid, but, you know, at the end of the day, we made payroll. People yeah. went home. They never knew. Yeah. They never knew. And that I look back, and it's like, man, I would have had to sell something. <laughs> you know, I would have had to go get some money somehow yeah. and, and or, you know, tap out of what I got. And uh, every time, you know, we needed something, God stepped up and said, brother, I know you've been working. I see your guys putting in the effort. I got you. And that's why I firmly believe in why we believe in, um, you know, where we're going. We're, we feel like this is, this is God's company. Um, we're just, we're just playing in it every day. You know, he, he's got the keys to the building. He allows us to be there every day. And I really don't share, you know, I'm not too outward with my faith. That's more of a personal thing with me, but yeah, but when it's helped you get to where you are today and helped you through some really, really rough times, there's nothing wrong with someone sharing that. But you know what? Um, I might get choked up. So it, he has been there, but he's also been there for the really good times. You know, and 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 I see that. Um, it's just that uh, so many times we run away from what we know, and um, you know, all God's asking is like, "Hey, come to me. When things are good, come to me. When things are bad, come to me. When things are okay, come to me." As long as we go and we seek His refuge and His grace, that's what He gives us every day. That's awesome. Do you believe? I mean. Who would think that I've been on this earth 43 years? I don't deserve a minute of it. But he allows me to keep going, and I am grateful. 
I will never live up to that responsibility that he's put on me, but I'm willing to keep going because I love it. And every second he allows me to be here is, is just is the best thing ever. That's the way I look at it because, you know, the last couple of years with COVID, you lose people that have been close to you and you, you really start to think about your own mortality, mm-hmm. you know, and you realize like, man, every day we got on this earth is just magic and yep. we got to dig into it. So no, you're spot on. Let's circle back, uh, to how you started this, uh, talking about this a week from today, February the 14th, 11 AM, 1201 West Vernon Avenue, sweet a, a is in what a plus products, <laughs> a plus service, but a what's going to happen people. that day when people show We're gonna up, we're going to have that. a ribbon cutting. Okay. And guess what? Sharp electronics. I don't know if you've heard of them, sharp aquas, but uh, they, they I have, they, yeah. they are basically 40%. Their, their parent company manufactures 40% of all electronics in the world. Wow. Sharp Electronics is flying in some people, some big wigs. They're going to be here in Kinston because they know. In what, little Kinston, yeah, North Carolina. So we need to show up to show them, hey, yeah. we got Goico's back. Because they're going to look at that and they're going to say, hey, man, we we need to. We need to start giving these guys better pricing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, well, we will talk about this every day between now. Yeah, and I'll I be there. I've, I've got it in my calendar. If the world doesn't blow up and the uh, creeks, <laughs> what is my grandpa Hank should say, if the creeks don't rise, uh, I, I plan on being the, there. The okay? Chinese balloons don't fill up there. <laughs> there for sure. But we appreciate all the things you've done for us. Not only you, but Tony mm-hmm. um, with Dick Broadcasting. And Jason. Bowl, yep. Jason Bryant. You know, I told you when you said you were going to do this thing, I said from day one. And I kept saying, hey, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? Were, when are you I've all, let me be, say this. Let be, me say, I'm interrupting be, you yeah. because the, I call it the holy tri- trio, the right. holy triumvirate. where you, Richie Honeycutt, and Danny Rice. Right. You were the big three that all the time were saying uh, – let us know. Yeah, let, let me, me know, know, dude. I want to be a part of it, and, and you really one, have. One, yeah. And by the way, we love that it. piece. And, and I know, in the grand scheme of things, uh-huh. that is one of the smallest things you probably sell. Right. That has been the. This isn't BS. This right. isn't conjecture. That's the best piece of equipment I've ever owned, right. and I mean that, dude. I appreciate that. Just and I'm talking about my Canon MF 420 copier right. that I bought from you what five years ago right. now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, took it to Raleigh uh, for the Holiday Invitational. Mm-hmm. We printed right at seventeen thousand. Uh, you hear that? Copies, right? In a four-day period, yes. seventeen thousand copies in four-day period. Didn't have one problem the entire time. Amazing, isn't that? And when in the Canon two times, this is what product. I've said. But on top of that, too, this is what we like to say every once in a while, too. The two times I've had problems with it in the five mm-hmm. years, I've called you both times, right. and within minutes. I mean, you've squared. I remember calling you from uh, Charlotte at a basketball tournament in Charlotte that we had taken it to. It was like Saturday at 1030 in the morning. Exactly. And you talked me through it. And doggone, we had it up and going. So, uh, dude, and I know that's just a small, dude, and I understand it's a small piece of what you do. But but here's what we want. We want people to use technology. Yeah. Here's what happens. People buy these things. They get them. And they're like, oh, we got one of those interactive whiteboards. It's in the closet. We never use it. Where'd you get it from? Amazon. Yeah. No one showed us how to use it. You didn't think that when you bought it from Amazon, <laughs> Jeff Bezos wasn't going to come here and show you how to use it? Now, here's the thing. That's the worst purchase ever. I know. If someone ever said that about our technology, I'd buy it back. Wow. We want you to use it every day. Yeah. If you don't feel like it's worth it, we'll buy it right back from you. You know? I want people to use this stuff. Don't just buy it from us. Use it to help your business. 
Well, That's what we can do for you. I love it. So a week, like I said, we'll be talking about it uh, for the February next week 14th, here. February 14th, man. Tuesday, we love February 14th. You, we love Linda. We love Scott. We love every single person. We want you there. It's a big unveiling. We're going to go more into detail. Your socks might be blown off, so bring an extra pair if you need them. Okay? <laughs> I love it. How about I call you uh, Tuesday morning? You don't have to come in. But we'll do like 10 minutes Tuesday yeah. morning, and we'll talk about we it. How's that, that sound? Do we'll that. do that for sure. We'll be getting the helium balloons ready <laughs> and, you know, the party poppers. And I love it. I love it. Real quick, let's uh, Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Who you got? I don't know. In all honesty, this is a hard one. I, I could see either team. I have a feeling um, – I have a feeling they want uh, Kansas City to win. I do, too. Yeah. You see Patrick Mahomes in every other commercial that's right. on TV. At State Farm, uh, the, at the State Farm uh, uh, Arena there yeah. in Scottsdale, Arizona. I really do. I think I'm with you. I think Kansas City's going to win it, and I think yeah. that's what the NFL wants. And nothing against Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts, but how many commercials have you seen Jalen Hurts in? Right. Can, can, it's just like, is the NFL just seemed like, what the heck is going on? I had fun this year. I mean, not as much fun as I had last yeah. year with all the fantasy stuff that I won last year. But I got to tell you, I had I had a pretty good time this year. The The one thing that I love about the NFL, shock is and it, that you don't know. I mean, the you NBA, know. you pretty much know who are the top three or four teams. Right. Although this has been a really good season in the NBA. Uh, in the NHL, even. Right. You know who the top three or four, five, right. six teams are going to be. In Major League Baseball, good Lord. Yeah. You know who the haves and have-nots the are there. The NFL from year to year. Dude, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. Right. Didn't even make the playoffs this year. Remember, what would the, What did the GM say? F them picks? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's uh, he's feeling he's a, it now. Yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, but I, but but I appreciate them selling there's out. There's a lot of parity, yeah. 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 To, to went, get that championship. You went, for it. Yeah. you went for it. You got it. Good yep. for you. There's a lot of people that go for it that never win anything. So. You're absolutely right. Uh, so, uh, you, you've got Kansas city. I've got Kansas city. Uh, dude, I, we didn't really finish our talk about uh Dawn Staley and, uh, South Carolina mm. women's basketball, but I'm telling you, dude, that is, she's put together a machine down there. You know what? I never thought, I thought it would be several years from now when Connecticut would not be, cause mm-hmm. I mean, Connecticut's won how many now, right. what, 10 Ever, or 11 national forever. championships, whatever it is. Winning. She has built that kind of program right. down in Columbia, dude. Right. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see where that thing goes, how long she can stay there, and um, she's had a good run. She yeah. has, and I think as long as I, I need Hell, to hook you. Better than our men's, so good. You know. Dude, better than a lot of men's programs, <laughs> okay? Can we just, like, have them men's and women's, Yeah, you know? Well, here's the thing that I've thought about her. I, I wouldn't mind seeing her coach. A men's team. She is a no. Right. She's a hell of a coach, right, and she right. gets good recruits. Don't get right. it twisted. If you don't have talent, you're not going to win. Right. But she gets a lot of good recruits in there. Why couldn't she do that? Why couldn't she go over to the men's side it's of South different, Carolina? And I do don't. It? Maybe she could. I'm not saying she couldn't, but you know, why can't uh, Steve Spurrier, Nick Saban, all these college guys go to the NFL? It's a different game. It is. And so right. even men and women's um, college basketball, it's a different game. It's a different recruit. It's a different. I, I mean, she probably could. I mean, I think she could. I think she's the type of person, no matter what she puts her heart to, she can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that would be uh, that'd be interesting to see. Well, you know, there are a lot of broken hearts up in Charlottesville, Virginia, when mm-hmm. she went to South Carolina right. to coach instead of uh, going up to Charlottesville because she was pretty much the predetermined 
She was going to be the coach of the, the same Virginia thing women's program. To South Carolina on her baseball when we got Ray Tanner because NC mm-hmm. State didn't want to pay the guy or upgrade the facilities, and he came in and won back-to-back national uh, World Series. Yeah. yeah, wow. I guess that's the hook, right? Yeah, it is. But still, I mean, uh, that's been fun. Money, money, money talks when it comes money to coaching. Talks. That's for sure. Listen, want to thank again uh, Richard Clark in our first hour, and then Dontre Styles. To start this hour for Tuesdays with Trez and you, Jacques Passelag, dude, dude, look at me sincerely. Thank you for being. Yeah. You've been a day one with us, I even before it. day one, right. and helped make us a, a success. Thirty five hundred daily listeners now. So, oop, 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 oop. yeah, there that's you awesome, go. man. I love it, dude. Thank you so much. Tomorrow's show we'll have Junius Smith the third and uh, George Whitfield will be joining us on tomorrow's show. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.